Hello and welcome to the podcast on jfm.co. Remember, the About You podcast is proudly sponsored by Diani Beach Resort and Spa in Diani. It's not our tell, it's a way of life. This week on the podcast, we try to understand if, as a Kenyan, you are still patriotic. Please remember to share remarks and comments on our social media platforms. Enjoy. Being patriotic towards the nation is everyone's responsibility for we as a society, as a group, form the nation. There is no nation without people and vice versa. Youth form a major part of the nation and being patriotic towards it is the major responsibility. While the youth today enjoy their freedom in heritage, they must know the amount of sacrifices the freedom fighters did without any second thought. The activities that happened during the struggle for freedom and the amount of bloodshed that took place so that we as a country can enjoy this peaceful life. It is evident we realize the importance of a thing when it is taken away from us. This is the exact case with today's youth. Most of them lack the sense of patriotism within them. They fail to realize the value of freedom they got in heritage. To put this into perspective today, we have two able guests, Sir George. Thank you, Jamal. Uh, my name, as you've been told, um, my name is George Jaramba. I am the coordinator for Kuala Human Rights Network. I'm basically a human rights activist. Karibu Asante. And we have... I'm Fadil. Uh, I am a teacher by profession. Good. Karibu Ninyot. Thank you. Rufus, so what do you think about... Um, this so-called patriotism in today's Kenya. What do you think about the situation that is at hand? I love this country. I love the nation. Lucky enough, you're not going to be deported like some of us who have not taken the Uduma number. Yeah, I took the Uduma number. That's a short side. (laughs) (laughs) How much I love the country. Oh, please. Well, currently, actually, uh, what we are seeing is more of... uh, psychophancy and not patriotism. It's more of like a cult. Yeah, exactly. That is why um, a leader will boldly say that... Uh, a, po- a politician or a, a politician, leader? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a politician, mainly because they're the leaders. So mm. we assume that they're the leaders. will boldly say, uh, my people are being targeted. So who are these people? Because when you talk of patriotism, back then, okay, growing up, we were under President Moy. And I could tell there was a sense of patriotism in the country. And all of a sudden, things changed. I don't know where the rain started beating us. Let me pick it up from my grandmother, where they used to sing. They could compose uh, songs about the country and where they really want the country to head. Uh, but then, right now, that is no longer embraced. As much as I love this country, but I, I, I don't find reasons to actually be patriotic about it. Hmm. Yes. Hold on to that thought. Mr. George, mm-hmm. do you think we're in the right side of history? Because as as we are right now, most people just exist in this country. They don't know what is going on, what they're supposed to be doing, what it means to be a citizen. You know, we've lost it. And Rufus is here saying it's because of the crop of politicians and leaders we have in this society. But also that boils a question of what happens to the moral corp, the church and the mosque, 
the leaders who we've given this responsibility to. Very well. Thank you very much, uh, Jamal, for inviting me to such a very, very uh, insightful discussion. I think uh, patriotism as a virtue uh, also needs some inspiration, you know? From where? The public or the citizenry needs to be inspired to become patriotic. The kind of country we're living in, more than 50 years after independence, uh, instead of growing, we are backsliding. Slowly. We are backsliding uh, in terms of, uh, I mean, I would say that uh, one of the, the very important sources or fountains of patriotism should be the governance. And uh, you look at our governance system as, 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 as a country, you see it has a lot of holes. It has a lot of gaps. And these gaps are created by the same people who expect the citizenry to be patriotic. The, this famous saying by the then, uh, I think it was the 35th president of the United States of America, John F. Kennedy, that it's not... You, what what America's yeah, going to do for yeah. you is what you're going to do for exactly, America. Exactly, exactly. I, I think I would only be, I mean, comfortable to do something for my country if my country also, I mean, uh, I mean, create some level playing ground for doing business. Create, I mean, create some level playground for enforcing the existing laws. We have so many beautiful laws, but we don't enforce them. Patriotism in Kenya, in my view, I think uh, co collapsed in, in, in the 90s when we were actually fighting for the second liberation. Mm -hmm. Those who participated in the, in, the, in, the, in the struggle for the second liberation are the only people I can describe as patriots. But at the same time, I don't want to blame the youth for not being patriotic because nothing has inspired them. That's the, I mean, nobody is influencing them to be patriotic. You know, we've had the youngest generation of politicians and leaders in this country. But if this is the breed of um, leaders we are having, and you're talking of not being inspired, mm -hmm. what will inspire us into being patriotic? Uh, in, very interesting discussion we're having. You know. You know, you, you, you just don't become patriotic. You just don't become patriotic. You just don't do something for your country. And, and, and in fact, there are a number of things that our youth or our, the, the people of Kenya have done for their country, but they're not appreciated. You know, mm. So many people have done very nice things, mm. but they're not appreciated. There are so many patriots who do not even have an idea that they are patriots because they're doing some very patriotic stuff to this country, but nobody recognizes them. Nobody appreciates them. Instead, you take some people like the Gideriman the other time oh. and is honored by the, with the presidential award you know so that's i mean <laughs> such such kinds of scenarios also i mean i mean i mean discourages those who would want to go out and do certain stuff for their country we have very good people in the in the in the sports fraternity for example the the, the athletes they go out there, they win gold for us, we cheer them. But it used to be an event, I remember, during the eight, the 90s, rather, where you will eat early and everyone will be at the TV waiting to see Kenyans win and take the gold. But of late, that is not happening. Even the media is not taking it. That's why you know, we're talking about yeah. this. Why is it not happening? It's happening because nobody is out there. Nobody has actually come out there 
to make people i mean think that i mean or 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 behave patriotically you know patriotism as i told you died in the 90s when we 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 were fighting for the second liberation but look here you know uh, in i think about 5 or so years ago there was uh, this kenyans for kenya oh, yeah. or, or or kenya for kenyans kenya i don't know something kenya. like that yeah. When, yeah when there was uh, some some farming in 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 the country in 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 parts of the i think northern kenya or or, or turkana county and kenyans contributed a lot of money to help the 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 the, the starving turkanas you know? but what happened what was it and, dis- and then, what was discovered and then that's what i'm i'm coming to and then you 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 do that and you are told again that even the little that you you changed you know was not put into good use you see so it 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 i mean it the, that patriotism also dwindles with time and at at, at some point at some point you find that uh, it 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 remains just a word a term patriotism patriotism was a lendo but i'm aware that um with the current ministry where uh, honorable safina kwekwe is ps ps um she has this program where she wants to she's actually awarding um citizens uh, women and young guys from the community but still boils the question of is that it i think that is a wrong step uh, and and um I also think that uh, if this country is serious that it wants to restore patriotism among the young people or the entire populace of 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 of, of this nation then it has to come up with certain structures that would would uh, influence people to start thinking patriotically you see that is what we are lacking we are lacking um Uh, a, a strategy of reintroducing patriotism because of what because we have tribalism is reigning we, i mean there's a lot of selfishness nepotism is the order of the day people want to get rich i mean quick and uh, anybody who just thinks about wealth whose mind is just focused on wealth hardly uh, plays a role in 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 developing uh, pa- patriotism you know so if if a ministry for example as a, as a, as a department that deals with the issues around patriotism like you are I was not aware mm. that Safina Kweke is I mean yeah ministry. she is uh, she is actually I think this is her second time no, I was I wasn't aware that her ministry has such, such a program yeah. you know and if it has then patriotism is one thing that should be brought to the ground mm. in fact it should be part of the curriculum mm. patriotism when uh, i was going to school in the 80s uh, there were i think there were there were there were, there were certain sub there was a certain subject called civics ah uh, civics, civics education yeah. yeah yeah this civics would tell you the story or the history yes. of the of the forefathers the political fathers Jomo Kenyatta Jaramogi Ginguding Arguin Skodek Tom Boya Gishuru Kolingei Katanangala I mean but ask any any youth today if they think or they 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 have they have, they have any idea of what the role those guys played 
we are not teaching our young people the right history anymore. And we are not even writing history anymore. We are not writing We, we depend history. on the West to write history for us. Very good history books, those good in quotes, very good history books have been written by, 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 by people from America yes. or, the, or, or the UK, you know. But no Kenyan today writes history. I don't know if I'm the one who is not reading, but I know I know there was Professor Ogot then. Yes, yes. Professor Ogot then was a very good uh, history. I mean, a, a very good author of published books. Of, I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, this uh, set books of history set books in schools. There was Professor Okello Ayot, for example. This is a guy who wrote. Are you history. taking me back? Yeah, <laughs> history of uh, East Africa. You know. There were several other people who would also have discourses about the historical perspectives of this 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 country, the likes of uh, a Professor. I think this guy teaches in in Masinde Moliro University or something. Yeah. Professor Igara Kabaji, mm-hmm. you know. The, know the, there was there were there were certain even though during that time we only had one 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 radio station, mm-hmm. which was VOK. And then it it transformed to KBC. KBC. Yeah. But you find that even in VOK, there were programs that uh, actually promoted our culture, our history, and, and, and the sense of belonging. And those are some of the things that would build a, a, a person to become patriotic. If you know your history, you know your culture, you know where you're coming from. We still have those archives, and there's a station actually called Heritage TV, mm-hmm. owned by the government of Kenya. Mm-hmm. And what it does is just takes people back, you know, like this is where we were, a uh, few years ago, this is what we w- were working towards. Like, for instance, a simple program of planting trees, it was a presidential uh, event where everyone within the country, if you're a PS, if the president is going to plant a tree in Nyahururu, all the PS who happen to be currently, we'll say, governors or something like that, or count regional commanders, will as well lead the counties or the provinces into planting trees. But a simple gesture of planting trees, it's no longer um, an issue of national um, interest. It's just an issue of human rights activists and organizations taking up that lead. I I will want to ask Fadili, are you patriotic in any way? Yeah, I believe I am patriotic uh, because simply patriotism is love for one's country. But uh, like uh, Mr. George has said, mm, there's a reason as to why most of the young people are not patriotic enough. Because for you to be patriotic, you have to get some inspiration towards being patriotic. What does it mean to you, being patriotic of this age and generation? Like, what will it mean to you, you know, to feel that you are part of this country and you want the best for everyone? Uh, It is that simply uh, as a Kenyan... You just want the best for this country uh, in terms of in terms of growth, in terms of everything. patriotism No, it's not only about uh, securing a job opportunity, but I think in a broader sense, maybe we are going through a problem of insecurity. It's still there in our country. So as a young person, uh, to ensure that you're patriotic enough, uh, you'll hear of these stories of people saying you should go to Somalia and uh, 
do this jihadi thing because after that you'll get 70 virgins and stuff but uh if you are able to think straight uh, so you look at it as we are one people in this country i cannot go to another country for the sake of coming back to hurt my people okay so you'll think along the lines of uh, cohesion uh, whether you're a muslim whether you're a christian whether you're a hindu we are one people in the same country as kenyans and then the differences in religion you'll not look at them and then another thing is uh, about tribalism uh, tribalism is one of the aspects he has talked about it as one of the aspects that is taking us uh, back with the fight on patriotism it is holding us back why uh, for example when i went to the university it is very evident yeah uh, people gang up in uh, groups of yes, yes. of their tribes yeah. okay so i i tell you um we move from uh patriotism to psychophancy like uh, rofas was saying in that uh we have this politician we have all entrusted these politicians with our money we believe that they are there for the sake of the nation uh but when there is a scandal and these people have squandered uh enough money for the nation which is supposed to be used for example the NOS 10 billion scandal supposed to be used uh to ensure that we help the youths yeah and then we find we find out that this money has gone into people's pockets okay and then when you try to talk about it somebody else will, will say as a psychophant okay so even if this person uh, was entitled to billions and this money is nowhere to be found but he'll still have a following and i call it heroic redemption yeah sometimes <laughs> back mm. when we were with uh, professor Doc- uh, dr mujahid he was telling us about um, how uh, that family or this person who is ready to a suicide bomber how he comes out of his home he talks to his family and he tells them so today will be the last day i'm seeing you and they are if if they are in that thinking so we'll meet uh, in the hereafter in janna and then so when he's doing that maybe there's a huge following of people who think uh, because omar decides he's going to put on the suicide belt today he'll take it off by noon at a certain supermarket and almost 1000 people are going to die and these are people who don't believe in what we believe in so that person will die but believing that there's that heroic redemption he died for the sake of yeah. us yeah. we achieved mm-hmm. something mm. but but yeah i i get your point and I, and that reminds me of a specific agenda that each government across the world that breeds this patriotic feed um if you look at china if you look at a universal america in britain actually britain um uh, usually has announcements on radio where young people actually t- asked to join the army they are asked to join other programs in the military and in kenya we also had the same we had the nys where before you going to the university like the way you are putting it people had to get into the government programs where they would register they will be taken care of they will be advised they will be guided into understanding what it is to devote themselves to the country and giving back to our people but that has not been the case you know right now and i remember those at time mr george the government had had this affirmative action in the in light of what fadil is saying and uh, felt it was the right time since people are going to somalia 
how about we make them join some of the programs in government it was an affirmative action in each village will be actually uploaded that from this specific village from where where please register but we realized that a big portion of young people did not show up to these programs that the government had and uh, and i started this conversation by asking rofas a simple question in light of public participation um why is that as a people right now rofas nasindo tutakuja kwa wazazi ona why are we not interested in this country the only thing that we are fanatics of is politics all through but we are not realizing what we are losing and it's where we are living what makes us uh want to love this country economically what makes us want to uh love this country socially probably through sports or something and what really wants to make us love this country politically i bet there's none well the constitution tried to recognize that in the preamble that we are of different tribes and we believe in a god and we are together so the cultural aspect the economical aspect the all enshrined within the preamble it's just on paper because when we look at uh back then i remember back in school i was uh we we were all taught uh there are certain things that are the symbols of unity ah what are they the president is the a symbol of unity yeah, yeah. yeah the president is a symbol of unity Currently, let us look at this way uh do you consider your president as a symbol of unity because <laughs> a simple action like yeah. planting a tree yes. building the gabions that's uh back then the president was actually like literally a symbol of unity yes. that's why everyone had to do that had to do that that tells you currently um whether the president is a symbol of unity or not are you trying when to you say look, he's not the symbol no, of unity he's not. Right i don't consider him a symbol of unity he's not why let's just be honest look at how uh how he ascended into power definitely a certain through election uh, yeah yeah through election yes. there are certain people voted for him that is why they feel entitled the majority yeah, the majority the so called majority in courts that feel they, that's why they feel entitled to this president that's why they are crying foul why is he doing so and so in that region and mm. not this region because we voted for him you know so the president is not, has failed in being the symbol of unity in the first place okay let us look at uh, that is now political when you look at uh, social, social yeah. um let's look at our um, sportsmen so to speak uh, currently currently uh, there is uh, the Uh, the Kenya's the Kenya Sevens rugby team yeah, is, uh, yeah. is participating in the World Series and uh I was looking at the tweets uh from last week from Dedi Sombachi Dedi Sombachi has played for Kenya rugby for 10 years and he was complaining not really complaining but airing it was out. complaining yeah it was com- but the thing is he was saying this happened to us I wouldn't want it to happen for the next crop of rugby players who are coming in and one of uh one of them ambaka said it is so sad that you would go all over the country uh, all over the world sleep in these five star hotels then come back only to find that your landlord has locked your your house and the the landlord doesn't give a fuck because he has seen you on tv mm-hmm. so he's getting a millionaire and only getting 28000 a month 
that's what those rugby players yeah. are getting yes yes 280 dollars <laughs> uh, was that yeah roughly yeah. 30 28000 yeah that's what you, well, that's what they're getting paid so that tells you so this guy yeah, is they, out there they also have other jobs that they're doing so yeah, that they yeah, have an 8 to 5 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cause so look at it this way this is someone who is representing the entire country he's he's out there uh so proud of playing for the Kenyan to to Dennis Ombachi says it was an honor playing for for Kenya and probably he'll do it again but then it's demoralizing because you end up with injuries you come back um no one is going there's no medical cover for that you sort yourself you know so that already tells you something that is why right now probably that's a sure sign if I'm a good athlete and another country wants to poach me yeah you have Bahrain yeah I'll Bahrain do does that, that a lot go get my millions and then mm. come back and sit enjoy my money so socially already we are we are we can seeing that and another thing like the Kenyan for Kenyans initiative that's a sure sign that we have no Kenyans have no problem with each other they're okay with each other and they can't let a, a, a fellow Kenyan suffer they are ready to they are ready to do anything uh, their power to to support each other however what happened to the money that was contributed and finished projects yeah exactly so some people a few individual ran away with that that's also demoralizing socially you know it doesn't make you want to love this country when you look at it economically um teachers so sad. wages yeah yeah exactly. doctors striking doctors, yeah. not caring yeah it's so sad that uh, uh, the government will bring doctors from another country cuba yeah, yeah that we have qualified doctors who can do what exactly the other it it goes back it goes back to the president you are a symbol of national unity you have to do something yeah you have you have to do something you have to do something at your own like at, you have the power you have the authority and make sure you know what as a symbol of unity you draw inspiration mm. so so to speak and as georgia said people are not in, uh, are not uh, patriotic because there's no inspiration at all nothing to inspire me so who, you know, who, like, who can do that now the presidency is no source of inspiration whatsoever who can actually take up this role i usually tell myself if i was in that position i would want to say this is what i did for these people and they're singing my name up to now and rofus you are the person who usually sing highly of this south african leader julius malema yeah. that guy doesn't want to be a president yeah he's just there for the people and most yeah. people the whites are like what interest does he have in politics what does he want and it's just for the people and i remember when south africa was busy killing africans just the other day he told them these africans are the reason why we are free they are brothers this we owe it to them this is their land it is theirs so let us be together they are trying to divide us you know if if someone like malema happens to be in kenya trust me he won't survive sababu why uh, they are not comfortable with malema because malema is uh why are you calling being, them they because malema is being real yeah. and whenever you are, you are real to a situation to them uh, the realness that malema brings out brings about optimism to them like yeah, they, yeah. they don't see their house being achieved malema is uh, making aware that you people deserve Better. your land mm. and your jobs mm. south africa is the most unequal uh, state yeah. yeah in the entire world the whites still have it yeah. but in books yeah, it's all that's why he's telling Africans. them this is your land yeah. you know 
you guys deserve your land and deserve these jobs you know he's the one like he's trying to create awareness uh and the, the entire uh inferiority complex that these guys are dealing with you know that is why he's telling um the whole entire of uh what this term cause malema malema's party is economic freedom fighters he's okay with the political freedom they've been given but he's telling the people you guys don't have the economic freedom that is why um um this term there is it white capital white monopoly capital yes yes yeah. the white monopoly capital yeah. and as much as it's happening in south africa the same is happening here different is it's not white monopoly capital anymore but um we have the top leaders uh people who are running the state are the same people running the the entire economy so we that that kills the economic inspiration to make us love this country you know um we used to have um, back then milk was being distributed to primary schools right now the milk in, in industry is being owned by an individual uh, a single family yeah maize back then when uh we used to sing of agriculture being the backbone of the economy right now we we don't sing of it because when you talk of maize individual and the individual is running that when we talk of coffee coffee farmers are crying foul right now when we talk of tea it's it's, it's the same thing it's almost dead yeah we when we talk of sugar is completely dead right We're now actually privatizing yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. factories it's, yeah now you see no there's no any economic inspiration to make you love this country to say you know what we produce the best coffee in this world and i love the kenyan coffee we can't sing of that song anymore now that tells you of the monopoly capital that being talked of it's happening of course you're not talking of it and another thing when we talk of uh, now why why malema is being uh, being a pain in the ass with, with them they don't like he is telling the people the truth the truth and uh, as much as people want to claim their land will claiming your land meaning loving you loving your loving where you come from you know being being proud of where you come from you know so if these people start claiming their land this means they start claiming their nation what happened they start loving their nation of which we don't what want them to there, do exactly. that now that's happens now that happens to the same here in Kenya you know what let's divide them according to the tribes you know uh, let me be the luo kingping like what does that even mean being a kingping so i'm going to be a luo kingping and i'm going to, i'm going to generate uh, votes from this block you know so these people I'll, i'll make these people love me you know and not love this country because the politician know exactly the moment you start loving this country you'll no longer start loving them and you will fight them you know so they don't want to lose them. can we say mr george that the handshake is purely what rofus is putting out yeah, there the theory yeah, yeah. can does it seem to uh look like an outfit that is purely political in in its nature compared to what it was really meant to to be the so called handshake and and she can and and the building bridges initiative i think uh handshake played its role because prior to the handshake you saw what was happening in the country there yeah. were total chaos yes. people fighting killing each other still are because, though because of political uh persuasions and uh, after the handshake uh, somehow we we witnessed some 
some calm you know some drastic calm came up because the two gentlemen shook hands and that played its role and we have to appreciate that but then it had to be taken a step further what what, what um after the handshake there should have been some um arrangement to transform the handshake to uh, to maybe national unity and of course uh, national uh, acceptance so that the people of Kenya would start uh, uh, behaving like one people but uh, immediately after the handshake you're seeing the there's another rift again there's the deputy president is is with these tanga tanga people and there's another tanga i mean keleweke faction team, yeah. which is also kind of romancing with the with the with the opposition now and you see this to me has not achieved the, the what 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 was expected of the handshake and the handshake could have been the best uh, opportunity to uh, to now restore normalcy in, in Kenya politically economically and even socially but there's a theory that um, whereby since you've just mentioned about two people two individuals mm-hmm. there's a theory whereby it's more sort of like Kenyans didn't ask for the handshake of the didn't it it was it was spontaneous but then it everyone heaved a sigh of relief when people when the yeah. two gentlemen shook hands yeah. you see because be, be, can you imagine what would be what Kenya would be today like if there was no handshake i think some people would we'll be, still be in a political in an election phase we would still be in a political turmoil yeah. there yeah. would be I, i i i think that some people would would be in jail today yeah. the the detention without trial would have returned the ibc officials yeah. would run away from this some country some political assassination would have taken place by now mm. kenyans would have the the, the 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 people that are say for example the supporters of the two mm, the, the two, two sides the two sides would not be seeing eye to eye today a lot of things would have happened today and actually will break down because how kenyan politicians have the political parties are formed as on tribal mm. lines mm-hmm. and to just be chaos mm-hmm. to it, it won't be a good picture yeah so uh, and, and i would like to to revisit the 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 the, the patriotism aspect you remember you you mentioned you tried to bring out the the role of the the clergy or the religious yes, community yes. in in the whole issue of patriotism and i think uh, there's a very big problem with our religious uh, institutions yeah <laughs> there's a very big problem because the religious leaders today are you you won't draw a line between a religious leader and a politician or just a normal a normal kenyan because uh, re- recently there were there was this talk about uh, the deputy president going to churches to to give out arambi arambi cash and 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 he was even given the pulpit to to talk to the a very <laughs> sacrilegious uh, position in the church or in the in the in the, in the mosque for example you give a, politi- a politician that opportunity to i mean stand and speak to the people and he does not speak about religion he speaks about politics you see you know it would be different if you give a politician i mean i mean you invite him to go to the podium 
and then it talks to the relevant things being done in that particular I mean that particular setup at that particular time but you give somebody and even insults somebody insults other mm, people who are not in there, in the church in the church But you have a point because I remember even when the president, former president uh, Daniel Toroti Charap Moy had to put it that way. Um, he even when he made speeches in the church in the presence of God, it was it used to be about Mandeleo. Uh, he used to talk about coming unity, unity. Unity. It was always his peace, love his unity. peace love kind of Harambe kind of philosophy. It was all that he used to do in churches. When he had uh, public uh, forums, he would actually bash the enemies and tell them you need to come and work with the government or else. Yeah, yeah, Moi Moi I I I grew up during Moi's time and he was such a strong man. Yes. You know? He was a uh, it was one guy who who played a very big role in narrowing the civic space in this country. <laughs> and uh, that is why we were also identifying those patriots then because there was somebody who was making it difficult for the people to enjoy their freedom yes. but there are also people who are out there who are calling him out to yes. to create that space and some of those people were religious leaders if you remember the bishop muges the bishop okulus the bishop kurias dingis you see Those guys were calling out to the president to create an atmosphere where people would would, would interact freely without those restrictions. But that is no more. Which which religious leader would you tell me? The Balalas, remember? Yeah. Balala was oh, out there making I, a lot of noise. IPK. Very necessary noise. IPK. See, IPK then, yeah. you see. And then all of a sudden, these are, some of them are still alive. Yes, they are. Some of them are still alive. You remember the the who is this guy the, the this guy was a, was an MP for some place in Embu the um, what's the name I'm forgetting the name but he was the the secretary general of NCCK then <laughs> eh? this yeah. this guy you, you 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 can I I am I can I can see him I I can't remember the name yeah I I, I, I this guy was the secretary general of NCCK the processes that were I mean that that is that still there. It's still there. Now there's Peter Njenga is the yeah, secretary general. Yeah. Okay. But then there was some guy here who is who, be, who became an, a two-time MP in, in some place in 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 Embu. You know I'm forgetting him because he's no longer useful. Yeah, this is yeah. irrelevant. He's, he's no longer relevant. That's why I forgot even <laughs> his, his name. His name. His name. But you you find that um, uh, somewhere along the way after the because i i told you earlier on that uh, i mean patriotism may have died with the second liberation but even after the second liberation we still managed to um, i mean to get nak now mm, see this is was 2002 yeah, and two we got nak and National nak came rainbow up, yeah alliance rainbow coalition L- rainbow coalition yeah, we are charging yeah, gilu yeah. malwa kiraila yeah kijanwa yeah and uh, out of nak we found uh, that uh, there were still some voices of reason that that would uh, i mean steer this country ahead the government saw it fit to even even establish a ministry i mean a department yes. and a state house yes. that dealt with governance and, and and ethics ethics and governance and one john gidongo was appointed to lead that 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 uh, yeah. i mean and you see to me gidongo was a party a party and he's still a party He's a patriot. 
So the patriotism, the kind of patriotism or the kind of patriots, the patriots that we have today are, the, are those silent patriots. But it's because uh, the people who are leading this country, uh, and I quote the former Chief Justice mm-hmm. Willie Mutunga mm-hmm. in his uh, interview with the uh, New York Times. Is it New York Times? Yes, when he said this country is led by cartels and mafias. So you can only imagine us uh, talking our truth about what patriotism is and then not the government coming for you, but individuals within this country and slowly eliminating you for reasons you're talking the truth about a subject that is supposed to be harsh. So the people who are talking out now, the, the people like the, the Willy Mutungas, the people who are calling out, to the, who are telling the, 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 the government. The world or the government. Who are telling them what they are, that this is what you are. You are a government of thugs. You're a government of cartels. These are still the these are the only the remnants of the patriots that we have today, because uh, the guy who, for example, was to was to blew on 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 golden wax candle that was a patriot. But why is it? And Rufus, that was not Raila Odinga because he's the whistleblower SI unit of whistleblowing <laughs> in this country. Yeah, <laughs> there was some Maasai man. Yes, who, who whistleblowed? Who I remember. Yeah, and this guy mysteriously I was a kid, died. I was a kid, but I used to. Ah, no, no, no. Mama. He, he was just he, he worked at the Central Bank of Kenya. Yes, he was a junior clerk, I think, at the Central I, Bank of Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy is, is no more because he blew the. I can't school. even remember his name. Currently, currently, John Gidongo is supposed to pay Christmas. Yes, twenty-seven million. million. Yes, because of his patriotism. Now yes. that is what part, being a patriot in this country in means. Cost That's you, the you kind know. of inspiration see, currently. That is what you 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 blew the whistle because you want to save the country from losing billions of shillings to cartels, and then you're branded, you you taken to court, yes, and the court rules against you, and then the court rules against you. Not only rules against you, but orders that you pay to an alleged thief. Twenty-seven. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah, twenty-seven million shillings. I'm not even sure he has that kind of money. He doesn't have, and, 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 and now patriotic Kenyans like us. Mm. Are going to, to 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 raise that money for me because there was an a, an initiative of yeah. of raising one shilling, yeah, one shilling per per, per, per head, and we are going to to, to do it. If seven, twenty-seven million of us, yeah, we give one out, bob, and we won't give one bob. In there, there, are no sh- there are no coins anymore, <laughs> so that means five bob each. So that yeah. tells you Ken- Kenyans love yeah. each other. Yeah. Kenyans are willing to love this country. country. However, mm. yeah, and we lack the inspiration, as you said. Mm. That's all. You you see you you we are we are uh, we are talking about inspira- inspiration, and uh, and the people out there who are calling on Kenyans to be patriotic, the people out there who are criticizing those Kenyans that they deem are not patriotic, but even them, the same people who are calling on people to be patriotic, have nothing to show for yeah. what what have they done mm. apart from stealing? Yes. Our st- our country has, is is going to the dogs because of the its leadership. I I, I remember um, His Excellency the Governor of Nairobi, mm-hmm. um, Sonko, mm-hmm. just two weeks ago, he was in church with some a bunch of politicians, and I remember he actually called them that they do not have. Um, the, moral, the right, the moral authority, authority yeah. to talk about corruption because they are corrupt in the first instance, and that they they grabbed the land and all that was super embarrassing. I think, like uh, Bonajojo was saying, uh, 
the second liberation is what uh, well, you was the mark. Fatima, <laughs> I, I read about it, by oh. the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he's talking about the second liberation. I'm like, <laughs> it is what was the mark of uh, patriotism. patriotism. Yeah, and that is very true to say because um, it is the last thing we can remember of people being patriotic, people being taken to Nyayo House, people going through a lot of hell because of this nation. But uh, was it worth it? It was worth it in the end. But if we look at it now, eh, uh, for many of us young people, we have not seen uh, that sense of patriotism in many of the politicians that we know. Uh, I think we just have a following. Uh, we are blinded towards uh, what we want to think as being patriotism. I think it's not patriotism. It's psychophancy. For example, uh, PLO Lumumba once talked about uh, songkonization. Yeah, it is... That aspect of uh, we people in African countries wanting to be rich uh, using mysterious means just to become rich. And so now even those who are in the universities, even most of us young people, uh, we look at somebody uh, uh, calling themselves uh, a hustler and then all of a sudden we hear Stop this. blaming the deputy <laughs> president for using that word. All of a sudden we hear there is some monies that have... Uh, that cannot be accounted for somewhere. And then all of a sudden, there's somebody who is filthy rich. So most of us think... Uh, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. He was talking about uh, the economic freedom. So there's something people talk about, so the rest of us are citizens. But as we have these cartels and these politicians who run the show in this country, that the ones who have that economic freedom, most of us are just here like uh, second-class citizens. They are up there running the show, but, but we what are just... About, what about the businessmen? Because these politicians are not doing stealing all this money. Where, where is this money going to? Because it has to be traded. <laughs> in with some commodities, with some goods, with some service. Because, for instance, allow me to talk about your situation. How was it easy for you to get anyone to help you through your education, apart from your mom and the bursary? Who else within this community was willing to take you to school? Uh, no one was willing. In fact, uh, that is uh, part of the inspiration that we lack. You see... You are ready to go to school, yes, but uh, maybe you depend on your parent to help you. And uh, looking at these politicians, you want to believe that uh, there's somebody out there who is powerful, going to take the bullet for you. Yeah, who's going to take the bullet for you. And uh, just the other day when I was watching uh, news, there's this guy Thank who... Thank God you didn't talk the, of Game of Thrones. I was the, about to throw up. The B-plus B security guard. He's called a B-plus and then yes. went to University of Eldoret to study a Bachelor's of Science in Statistics. So listening to him, yeah, there is one thing he said. He said... Uh, so this is a young man uh, trying to go to the university. He was struggling to pay bills. I can tell you for a fact, yeah, there's a period when I was in Machakos University, yeah, I failed to raise an amount to pay my rent. How much okay? was it? was somewhat 4,000. Only? Yeah, oh, you're, only. You're living in a fancy <laughs> house. No, Goodness. in fact, uh, the thing is, up there, the, the rent is... Uh, it's expensive. It's expensive. It's closer to Nairobi. Yeah. So... Uh, what happened? Uh, so at this time, yeah, I didn't want to stress people and I knew that uh, the person who would come to my rescue was my mother and she's struggling uh, trying to pay my school fees. So I decided to 
take the bull by the horns. I went to the university. We have a prayer room somewhere. So I decided at, you camped uh, at the prayer room. Yeah, so I camped at the prayer room. So most of the times when people came to pray early in the morning they'd ask me, "Can you milala uko? Are you praying here?" And I I said, so some of them knew, some of them did not mm. know about it. So I can only imagine the room is filled the air is full with fat from last night and you are there <laughs> and people want to pray and goodness yeah. so it was for me it was a humbling experience by the way a very humbling experience and i remember i came back home and then i i, I succumbed to pneumonia okay mm. so it is something that i look to and then think of all these people making noise here and then being a fanatic or a psychophant of them so you try to look at yourself now that is where we lack this patriotism thing because i remember sometimes back i went to a politician trying to ask for help and they said i don't help people okay to my face yeah, i was with, I was with my mother and my mother was the one who was trying to talk to them and then they said maybe she said you are true and then i was about a background so i felt like so these are the kind of people we want to run to these are the kind of people we think you voted in yeah yeah so these are the kind of people we think could help us um you are talking about uh, public participation and why most of the young people don't want to delve into public participation the last time i i uh, wrote Uh, with a team of six students south coast university students organization with the oma initiative we prepared this memorandum the 2018 2022 cidp memorandum oh yeah yeah everyone is talking about that memorandum yeah. that everyone participated fully yeah uh-huh. so we had a chance to even call the young people from all over kwale and some people from the human rights also came through and then we were trying to explain to them what that uh, memorandum is all about but um, in light of explaining to them one thing that i've come to notice is that uh, in every five years the county must have a uh, this county integrated development plan but something i i know is that uh, whatever we bring to the table is not what will be there this is one thing that you're supposed to know for example I was telling them about uh yeah I picked a good example of Makweni whereby we have the milk milk plant or the fruit plant what's, what's with okay. everyone in Kwale and Makweni county they always it's the only example everyone gives it, probably it was expected of any any county to be able to at least come up with one or two projects projects that can sus- like sustain the country we're getting uh, there we're yeah getting we're getting there, there. <laughs> but makwen is already there kitui is it kitui yeah. is is already there and uh, it's the youngest county so far yeah because when we look at kwale we have we can we can do good with the coconut or cashew nut mangoes or mangoes or what else again uh sugarcane we have we, we can have do well glass, with fishing glass. we can do everything we, well with tourism itself the, uh like we have everything the culture yeah the culture and everything i i i i tend to think that um maybe maybe patriotism should be should be we, we should be talking about like you said patri- i mean economic political social patriotic and even cultural patriotism uh, and you th- you find that even though the the kind of patriotism we saw in the in the 90s and 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 and, 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 and earlier 
is not there but you still find Kenyans waking up very early in the morning to go work and that is building the nation these are patriots you still find people everyone is a patriot in his own way despite that um the the, the lack of inspiration from the from the nation from the state the leadership to to, uh, to make people uh, think of themselves as patriots because uh, when I, i i call out on my governor for example to do things correctly that is because of my love for this county you know but they see it as yeah. criticism but then they see it differently you are the enemy of the state yeah. and they call you they, they say you are not patriotic because mm. you don't love to see theft mm. you see those who, th- who, who thrive in, in 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 stealing and enriching themselves will talk and they'll be thought to be patriotic they'll they'll, they'll be clapping for the thief the other they're, they're senior thieves and they'll be so thought to be <laughs> did patriotic. you just call them senior thieves <laughs> <laughs> of course they're junior thieves and senior thieves so when when a, a, a junior thief uh, hears you criticize the thief he will come in and and and, and start putting in good words for that thief you see so in the eyes of the senior thief that that junior thief is the patriot loyal yeah, to the, the man, master yeah. so it's it's about loyalty patriotism and psychophancy every time i if you read my if i've sent you an email you have seen how i sign off that psychophancy should not be mistaken for patriotism you see it shouldn't be a mistake but that's what what's happening yeah, yeah. the problem is uh, is a lack of uh, a level play playing playing field for the youth to do what they would want to do to earn a living you know because um, if if for example we have uh, we have a department I, i will i will now narrow my 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 argument to the county government we have a department that is uh, meant to build the capacity of youths in terms of uh, entrepreneurship sports and what have you yeah and if you want to take honest stock taking go to that department and look at what it did it did from 2013 to 20, 2017 don't talk about this term this is still very new to them this is still very new it's only like 100 days in office now but you will find that the youth themselves have their own ideas you know there's one thing about uh, involving the youth in what you're doing and another a completely different thing when you want to thank for them you want to thank for the youth that this is what you should do you know so my point is that there is an absence of that level playing ground there are opportunities but the youth are not given the opportunity to 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 exploit those because of lack of that playing ground they cannot exploit those opportunities because there are no structures is it deliberate place. it could be yes and no because it's deliberate because the if if i mean that opportunity may need some there's some resources needed to create that opportunity and that someone wants to put that resource in his pocket you know so the person the needy person the youth who is supposed to enjoy that or or, or benefit from that resource is 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 left out you see but again it may not be deliberate maybe the person in charge of that particular department does not think outside the box you see he does not give the youth the opportunity to to think for themselves to talk you see leadership is about listening listen to your people 
what do the, your people want if they want wrong things you are you are you are you are also in a position to advise them that this is not this is not correct why don't we do it the other way around and then it can it, it can benefit you but if you sit somewhere and develop your own ideas and go share them with the people who have not participated in the planning or the development of those ideas then you are doomed to fail you see jamal being aware is something that not many people are happy about yeah most of the people who let's say do things for us the normal mananchi wants us to be at the back of the stage yeah we don't know what is happening because if we ought to, if we know then we are going to be a problem Lib- for them yeah we'll be liberated yeah just like they were talking about malema you see when you talk about the truth no one wants that truth are we ready for the truth but can give, we handle it but i'll give you a good example you see even when you are in an organization or when you meet somebody and uh, regarding your thoughts and views they listen to you and have fallen victim for that and then after some time this person cuts that uh, connection between mm. you and them you might be sitting somewhere <laughs> but then you are pro revolution then mm. this person who is sitting at that position so they think this person is not good for me and that means it's not guidance <laughs> in any way it's more of like silencing that individual yeah that is why the other day when we were doing this uh, placement thing the south coast university students organization oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, at babla uh, we realized that uh, out of 1000 students from uh, kinango sub county only 33 went to the university why is that and so they talk of uh, polytechnics that these people who have uh, d plus will go to the polytechnics and they are trying to see to it that every ward has a polytechnic then what is on the ground is that in this polytechnics it's just the basics kind of yeah and those does. and some of those machineries are not even working so you just hear of polytechnics 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 day for, in day out for me what i'm getting is that there's no value for money because when you're telling me if you are not fit to join the university then there are village polytechnics but what are you offering in this village polytechnics if it is design ya kushona hii Netwanini design textile textile and whatever singa wherever why is it not digital so that this villager can be in the same space ya competition with someone in New York and someone in South Africa the Nigerians are right now taking over New York with their fashion and here we are tutumia mabandali ya unga bado kushona eh mtu atajua kuchora in 3D that is why over the years you'll see those people who uh, come up with their statistics lying to us but Can i think over the years over the years instead of quality growing in terms of development or in terms of um, literacy. literacy yeah the level is going down I, i'll tell you something about this polytechnics the they call it, there's a new term tvts technical vocational centers yeah yes 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 you know uh, the existing statistics i think show that quale uh, has quale uh, has about uh, the number of i mean polytechnics I, i don't know the exact number it's in each village right yeah i don't know the exact number but at least each each ward should yes, have a yes, poly you know? yeah. 
and uh, this poll is the and the rate of enrollment is also very low you'd find that out of the these 20 plus polls if 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 it's there in each ward i want to take the average of 20 20 20 polls yeah. is is this 20 i mean uh, polls have a population you would be surprised a population of less than 1000 yeah, most people drop out yeah most people drop out and yes. the people who drop out are also paid for by the government yes. you know So I took my time time some time back and went round the county I went to sample wards and I I saw these police polytechnics and as he says some do not even have that worktop mali pa kupiga randa it's a very small I mean a very slim wood that is what they made for us the people who are taking motor vehicle mechanic yeah, course yes, but yeah. there's no vehicle there mm. you see and the and the, and the instructor <laughs> comes in once or twice a yeah. week but my, my my point is this the point i wanted to make is this it was a very good idea to to come up with this system of revolution to bring the power to the people to the people and give the people the opportunity to to take up that power and use it responsibly You see in the past there was only I think there were only two or so about f- each 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 province then maybe had one 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 polytechnic yeah. I remember in or they were called te- there were technical schools also yeah there was Kenya Kenya Poly in Nairobi there was Mombasa Poly here there was Rift Valley Institute of Technology there was Kisumu Polytechnic the, 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 I mean at least each 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 each, each region had one and this polytechnic still had the capacity to absorb the technical minds and train them and i mean unleash them so that they could go and get the, i mean to the job market now you're telling me that a population of uh, about 800,000 for example qual has more than 20 polytechnics which are not even full yani <laughs> of course A course in that polytechnic does not have even maybe 20 people in a class but i'll tell you something if this thing was used or was uh, given the attention it deserved first of all we would we would market these polytechnics or first of all we would we, we would decide through public participation decide that instead of having 20 polytechnics why don't we have one or two in strategic areas you know Uh, yeah. We already have a university that yes. is not yeah. even having people yeah. going to in strategic areas maybe one or two polytechnics and then we agree on the the, the common courses that we want to give i mean to to, to, to offer and then <clears throat> there's a market for if i was a, a carpenter for example and i was doing carpentry in joinery in, in, in one of the local uh, polis and i know that every every financially account government of kwale constructs at least one yes. ecd in in each each ward in each ward you know you know that's a market for me if i'm out of that polytechnic i'm able to a team of us a group of us are able to make these tables make furniture make nini some of us are doing masonry isn't you that the ones who could be given the opportunity to build those ccds you know you keep them busy but what happens 
these things are given to people other people you 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 pretend to build the capacity of the youth and then get rid of them get rid of them to go where you see so uh, we, we need we need we need a dialogue we need a dialogue in this country and in this county and we need to, to start afresh to to look at we know where the sun began hitting us it's no longer the rain now we know where the sun began hitting us it's been very hot now we should think afresh and start establishing those shapes. are we really interested in starting afresh as a people that is the question i am interested I don't know if he is I don't know if you are. are are we taking a poll are you saying that we're taking a poll right now <laughs> because I'm looking at it this way um everyone is so greedy in this country right now we're in in a phase where everyone is talking about I I I I'm going to do this I'm going to do this it's not a point of I am less fortunate but this is what I'm doing for my people not so many people are interested in giving back to the community people think giving back to the community it's all about taking cash you know dishing it out out there or taking opportunities more of creating opportunities like what he was talking about fadili he just needed someone who will be there for him not kicking him out of the organization it's more of like i like your ideas they are radical but it's a good start that means you are thinking but this is how we were supposed to be thinking this is how we were supposed to channel this sort of idealism you know slowly into breathing him into the platform that you really want him to fit in compared to doing away with these young people as you're saying i love to get a while back uh whenever whenever i tell him let's finish the journey and you know yeah currently currently i think with what is happening in the country i tend to see people now getting that wake up call yeah getting the wake up call you know what we really made a mistake we really made a mistake and so uh, the they actually yeah what's the solution now that we've realized this is our problem we've, they just have we to, fucked up they just have to make the right decisions because they know the right decisions they knew what was uh, right but they still ignored um because there was there was there was the let me just give a, a good um, illustration actually it was happening we had the nairobi business community these guys were ready to take the uh, they actually took the machetes and forcing people you know what you either support this or or you are you're not one of us you know and they was to the extreme supporting an individual now that they realize uh things are so bad the business is not doing well uh the individual whom we supported that we love is not giving us anything yes you know now uh they actually dealing with the blow of which it's a good thing it's now yeah it's a good thing now they have to differentiate between i love the individual but <laughs> and actually at a person to differentiate between the loving the individual supporting the individual and loving the country and supporting the country because if, if they did love the country they'll vote towards the right um they'll choose the right candidate and yeah with the vision of the of the country not and the individual because the businesses are collapsing right now things are not doing well economically there's nothing to inspire them economically enough for them to love the country you know okay closing uh on this youth issue and the youth are complaining i look at it this way are they i think yeah because the youth are like there are no jobs the government that's they're that's complaining. complaining the youth are complaining yeah. that's becoming an easy target to be manipulated 
I look at it this way. I think gone are the days where uh, we'll want to feed on the wisdom of the old and the old would want to to inspire the youth to use their strength in building the nation. Because right now, the old are despising the youth and the youth are disrespecting the old. You know, that's the current situation. That's why the current youth doesn't feel inspired, you know. Well, patriotism is the love for the country, going by the definition. And psychophancy, that's love for an individual. Now we have, uh, let's just do away with psychophancy. The politician that you love doesn't care about you. You know, and they have already demonstrated that. Yeah, however, if you love this country, trust you me, you would want the right people to be at the right places to uh, to fulfill the vision of the of the country. You know, uh, this is the time that people, uh, all those people who were supporting uh, Waititu when he was released, those are the people who would be beating him up all the way home. <laughs> trust you me. Yeah, because yeah, how you support, how you cheering guy was stolen your millions. Get the fuck out of that guy. Yeah. Uh, recently I've seen a, a, a photo going around of the Ukrainian president. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah and uh, something he said. Yeah, he said <laughs> instead of everyone having his photo in yeah, their office. Yeah, instead of everyone having the presidential photo in every office, yeah, let, let you have let your you own have kids' a photo, photo. of your family. Oh, and then please. That will uh, motivate you to work towards bettering the country. You think that will work in Kenya? <laughs> How many kids will you put? To be put up. So he, he, he thought, if not, then you should just be focusing, just work for the country. Then something else I think is because the question was, are we patriotic enough? I think to gauge whether we are patriotic enough, it is upon us to take up an initiative to better the country. So, no, for example, uh, having gone through a tough time sometimes in my life, yeah, but there I count myself lucky, you know. Comparing to those people in Turkana, we are very lucky. I always tell him that, <laughs> yeah, we are very lucky. So, for example, I decided that um, I'd come up with this group whereby we'd be visiting orphanages. Yeah, for example, even before this Ramadan, we used to go. So I talked to different people. We collect uh, clothes, shoes, uh, some foodstuffs, and then we go to that. So this is one of the initiatives whereby I think we have uh, people going through tough times. So as a patriot, as a patriot, you can even be able to take up this initiative to make somebody else feel better, if that is what you can do. I, what I think the notion is, I just want them to believe that um, amidst all these uh, problems that we are facing, we still have good people within oh. us. Yeah, and then something else, it is about the youths. Uh, finding something to do and thinking clearly. Mm -hmm. You see, from that story of that guy uh, who scored a B plus and did a Bachelor's of Science, uh, most of the youths yeah, want to sit uh, in a comfort zone. And maybe after the university or, or everyone is trying to think of the next job they want to land on. But I think uh, the youths should just be self-motivated and think of something that they can do instead of waiting and uh, falling prey. For example, deciding to go to Somalia or doing something that is not uh, 
good for the nation as a whole when when stories were told beginning with phrase once upon a time <laughs> you, know, you see those days of once upon a time you would be told about uh, someone or something that would really capture your captivate your attention and depending on the, the story you would want to be like that person or you would really have to be that past that person you see i think uh, we have come a long way and also i, I also grew up when we, it was it was a one party state and then multi parties came and then now we have devolution you see have devolution and unshake and uh, i would think that uh, in order to revive the spirit of patriotism i think we need to start from somewhere we can start from bottom to up and uh, the advantage is now we are in a, a devolved system of governance why don't we start talking about patriotism at the county level and also invest in role modeling because that is what we lack we think that if someone calls himself somko or a hustler or something that is the person we are supposed to follow i think we need to have genuine role models and of course we need to come up with certain programs programs that can that we can uh, i mean can influence the the people young and old to restore that uh, uh, spirit of patriotism we can have a patri- patriots week for example in kwale a patriots week in kwale maybe maybe every three quarterly we have one one week that we are it's just one week of celebrating the people who have done unique staying things in kwale you see someone like uh, my 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 friend uh, who came up with the idea of walking from makongeni to nairobi to to have the makonde be recognized as as kenyan citizens that was a big deal you know yeah by the way guys i i i forgot to mention that sir george is among the brains behind um liberation of the makonde community into attaining citizenship in kenya yeah but i have a, have a colleague who came up with the idea itself you know you know that's a great mind you know yeah. that's a patriot so the patriot who came up Who's with the idea. guy why are you not saying this <laughs> we need to celebrate him <laughs> i have a i have a colleague called mahamud baro yes yeah he's the one who actually asked guys why don't we walk to nairobi just like that if it's that difficult then why don't we just walk to nairobi and 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 we people walked and we went to to state house and makondes are now citizens of this country so these are things that um, should be be talked about because we don't get opportunity to talk about them like in this weekly forums like the 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 the, 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 the patriots week that's when you 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 memorize certain things that had passed yani watu wengine walikuwa hawajaona hawajasikia like in america they have black black what black black month history where they celebrate every black man whoever did anything great in the entire country yeah so we need such programs to remind us of the past and also the good and the bad past you know and uh, i also would want to suggest that uh, patriotism 
be made part of the the, the curriculum if not core curriculum so generally because we we have also noticed that uh, lack of patriotism is as a result of the certain things that the government does the leadership does you know so we also need to call out on the leadership to change its ways of of of, of doing things you see so that they can inspire patriotism if they don't change because they have the they they have the muscle they have the the power they have the power plo plo told you that those who have ideas those who have powers don't have ideas but those who have ideas don't have what power those who have ideas should now be given power see or 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 or, or grab power if if they can be we have ideas now let us use those ideas to even grab that power and use it appropriately thank you Thank you so much guys for coming. Patriotism is important in the lives of youth today for several reasons. One is because the youth of today will inherit the nation tomorrow. If the youth do not become involved in making our nation better, they may not receive a nation worth inheriting at all. And that's patriotism for you. Thank you so much. Remember this podcast is proudly sponsored by Diani Reef Resort and Spa. It's located in Diani and it's not a hotel. It's a way of life. So from Rofas, Omar and Sir George, we say thank you so much and get your podcast on www.jfm.co.